Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. We're back with a Conservative Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oldman. Joe experimenting. Yeah, Joe experimenting <laughs> with the pop filter I today. Am. So I don't pop um, in your ear. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that works. Um, lots to talk about. Open lines today, 888-441-1121. First hour talking about this latest demand from the United Nations that the United States has to start paying reparations to people of African descent as yeah. a way to atone for the evils of slavery. Um, oh, what, what's going on? Oh, Nothing. I yeah, fixed it. Got... It's all good. It's all good. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was me. That was me. I'm sorry. No, it was actually me. Um, it was absolutely Got to atone for the sins, which, again, is ludicrous because uh, people who never owned slaves would have to pay money to people who never were slaves. Um, so we're going to talk a bit about that. Talk about the new bill that Democrats just inter- introduced yesterday. Not the sexiest topic in the world, but that's more of the reason that we have to cover it. The media never seems to want to cover the appropriations bills when there's time for people to stop it. They only seem to cover it when the vote's happening. And it's too late. So we're going to talk to you about the Democrats' plan to increase foreign aid at a time when there's rampant inflation, Americans are still struggling, businesses are still going out of business, the idea of sending a record amount of American tax dollars overseas for foreign aid to organizations like the UN who are just going to use it against us, very ludicrous. In the second hour, we're going to have a a little bit of fun and and play a video that's been going viral from a California women's spa. Um, Apparently, women are starting to wake up and realize that the transgender push might not be as equal as, as women had hoped for. So we'll get to but that in a second. It's not, it's not that it's not equal. It's that you're now seeing people come and, and voice their opinion. See, everyone's remained quiet. They're like, I don't care if you're a transgender, if you call yourself a transgender. But the story that I told yesterday, Max, is really important to all the things that we're talking about right now. Because I think it highlights... Let me, let me just, just kind of give everyone a, a basis if you didn't hear what we talked about yesterday. We talked about a friend of mine's daughter that called me who had identified as bisexual from 10th grade, who called me to say, listen, she'd been going through this seven or eight years. And she called me to say, I'm not bisexual. And by the way, this is my experience. And in school, the the faculty, the teachers forced it down your throat, made it the popular thing by supporting and taking care of and treating, you know, gays and trans uh, genders and and bisexuals differently. And so to to be accepted, you felt this pressure. And, you know, I had a couple of comments on, on Telegram of, well, imagine having the character that you can't, uh, that you don't have the ability to, you know, push up against that. Look, I got to tell you something. Peer pressure is not, indoctrination camps, this part where they indoctrinate kids, I don't care who you are, it's going to affect who you are, your psyche is, if they're painting that picture in front of you all day, every day. Anyway, so. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to spend too much time in the first hour because we have a whole second hour. We did have a guest that we were going to have and that got moved around. So I don't want to run out of stuff to talk about. Well, we're not, but um, I'm going to say what I talked about yesterday. And so I talked about her basically telling me, look, I'm not, I'm not bisexual. And I, I think what's important in this is that 
parents need to realize this is an aha moment. Parents need to realize that at home they're teaching their kids one thing and they end up getting taught something different in school. But every day you take your kids to school and you drop them off so that the kids are in their mind are saying, well, my parents trust me to be here. They want me to listen to my teachers. We tell them to listen to your teachers and then the teachers teach them something different. Then they come home conflicted and they end up angry because they don't know what to believe. Then they, they, they spend so much time at school that it basically changes who they are. And then parents don't even realize that they're sending their kids into the lion's den and they're getting eaten by these hyenas. They're getting created into an environment that ruins the rest of their life. So as parents, we don't know. We, we didn't know. I mean, I, you don't know that this stuff is happening to our kids. And the, the kids, when they get there, you're dropping them off at school. So they think, hey, mom and dad trust me or trust them enough to, to give me to them. And they say they love me, but yet I'm learning this stuff and it's changing my life and it's different than what I'm getting taught at home. You know, this is a, this is a psyops on our children. This is, this is designed to destroy our children. And these people are terrorists. That's why I always say they're trash. The people on the left, the radical left, they are absolute trash. Well, you now mentioned you it, that, that a lot of people are, a lot of people are waking up. And, and they're starting to realize that this, this whole push for transgenderism isn't all it was chalked up to be. Mike Tyson had a famous quote, everyone has a plan until they're punched in the face. It seems that leftists are all comfortable about st with stuff until there's a penis in their face. That's when they start getting a little bit aggravated, which we'll cover yeah. in the second hour with that video, if you haven't seen it already, about the, the and, naked man walking through the women's and health no, no, no. We, we have the women's spa. We have more stuff to talk about, too, that we're going to talk about in the second hour, which will be the, you know, Maricopa County basically making it look like they're getting rid of the voting machines, but they're really not. They're replacing them with Dominion machines. There's just more of this corruption, more of this, of this thing. And, and then I have an update on Arthur Pawlowski that I really want to go over as well. So second hour will be a lot about things that were that is happening. OK, um, right. so this this just came out of the U.N., Let's go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. <clears throat> they, they released this study, Agenda Towards Transformative Change for Racial... Do we have this? Do you have my screen, Mr. Producer? Agenda Towards Transformative Change for Racial Justice and Equality. To put this in perspective, this was the study that the UN commissioned after the death of George Floyd. This was to study systemic racism in the United States. And then they said, and other countries. Um... They said that they talked to 300 experts and the experts have all concluded that the United States is systemically racist. We need to apologize. We need to promise never to enslave black people again. Apparently that's still a lingering topic of conversation, I guess. I, I don't really get it. And then we need to pay reparations, which as we've talked on the show previously, when we had a guest on, it was explained to us that one of the calculations for reparations, $52 trillion, which you do the math, if you take every single dollar of currency, take all the currency in the world, all the hard currency, all the savings, all the checking accounts, add them together and put it into US dollars, comes out to $37 trillion. So you couldn't even take every single piece of money on earth and have as much reparations as leftist activists are demanding. It's, it's an ungodly amount of money. Um, now the UN is demanding it from the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights. We have a clip of that. Let's go ahead and play it. This is Michelle Bachelet coming out and saying that we need to start paying reparations. Let's play cut one. The status quo is untenable. Systemic racism needs a systemic response. We need a transformative approach that tackles the interconnected areas that drive racism and lead to repeated, wholly avoidable, 
Tragedies like the death of George Floyd. I'm calling on all states to stop denying and start dismantling racism, to end impunity and build trust, to listen to the voices of people of African descent, and to confront past legacies and deliver redress. We examine death at the hands of law enforcement officials in different countries with varying legal systems and found striking similarities and patterns. Several families described to me the agony they faced in pursuing truth, justice, and redress, and the distressing presumption that their loved ones somehow deserve it. It is disheartening that the system is not stepping up to support them. This must change. States must show a stronger political will to accelerate action for racial justice, redress, and equality through specific time-bound commitments to achieve results. This will involve reimagining policing and reforming the criminal justice system, which have consistently produced discriminatory outcomes for people of African descent. Only approaches that tackle both the endemic shortcomings in law enforcement and address systemic racism and the legacies it is built on will do justice to the memory of George Floyd and so many others whose lives have been lost or irreparably damaged. So, <laughs> reparations. Reparations for, for not just the United States, Europe, Central America, South America, noticeably absent from the discussion is China. Yeah. Noticeably absent from the conversation is India. I mean, Joe, you've spent a lot of time in the Middle East. You know how people of African descent are treated in Arab countries. Hey, you Noticeably know how they're treated missing. in Africa. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. It's a tribal environment. There's genocide happening right now in Eastern, or excuse me, in Western Africa. Right now. Genocide. I mean, yeah. you can talk about some of the things that are happening across the globe, and, and it's terrible. But reparations for what? For, for murdering each other on the streets of of uh, Chicago or Detroit? Is that the reparations yeah. we want? And if, the, if we're going to give reparations to anyone, how about we give it to all the victims because the CIA and the FBI and the government basically puts guns in the streets in order to create chaos? Because I know it's not, gun, it's, it's not gun stores and ranges that are putting guns into, into bad people's hands. It's, it's our government. It's our government that's putting stuff out there to destroy our communities. It's our government that's letting cartels bring stuff up from the borders and, 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 and destroy our children. Drugs. It's our government. Yeah. It's our government that's telling us, let's not close the border because we want sex trafficking and we want... That's what they're saying. What they're saying in this country, in our government, is that we hate Americans. We hate you. See, it's the government over here, and they don't believe they're Americans. They believe they're above the law. That's why we have equal, unequal application of the law. And then you have, over here, you have the people. You have the slaves. You, have the, you want to talk about slavery? Reparations will be fine. Let's just take the federal government and let's shrink it by 90% because they're worthless. They create more wars. They get involved in the, the, the sovereignty of other nations. They mess up things under what's called the color revolution. I don't know if you know what that is. Max, do you know what that is, color revolution? Yeah. What can Brown do for you? Taking the, everyone, putting him under the Brown label? and uh, Or are you talking about something different? I'm color revolution I'm, I'm is to... going into countries and instilling their own government. It's a oh, okay. CIA op, color revolution, of, of inst in, in putting in their own leadership. We live in a, we live in a sick, sick, sick country. 
but not because we're sick, not because as people we're sick, but because our government is sick. It's infected with cancer. You can't fire these people. You can't shrink it. It's bloated. It takes as much money as possible. We're talking about the fact that 12% that they increased what they gave in foreign aid by 12%. How about the people that are on the street? We have a pandemic. We have a massive pandemic of drug use and homelessness in our country. And why? Because they are infecting our society. They are trying to kill our children. They are trying to kill our country. And they use chaos and all these things, critical race theory, and all these other things out there, and they weaponize media and they weaponize technology, all for what? All to take away your ability to have freedom. Do you feel as free today, Max, as you did a year ago? I don't. I don't feel as free today in any way, shape, or form. Um, what, what's crazy is if you go off that $52 trillion number, which the UN isn't explicitly saying, that's just what a lot of black activists want. $52 trillion, the United States is roughly 73% white. So if, if the notion is that white people have to pay black people, which is you talk to people promoting reparations, that's what they're saying. Like you, They want redistribution of wealth. For 73% of the population, it works out to about 250.4 million Americans uh, identify as white. For them to pay $52 trillion, it works out to $207,653 per white person. That's that's the tax. that yeah. For them to get $52 trillion, which again, it's an impossible number. There isn't even enough cash on earth. If you gave them every dollar cent of every single currency on earth, there isn't even enough of that to do it. But if they actually went forward, you're talking about $207,000 per white American just being paid. To African Americans, it, it, yeah. it's an insane number. It's a number yeah. that's de- that's designed to divide. It, that's not a unifying number. You talk. She mentions truth and reconciliation. That's not what truth and reconciliation is. Truth and reconciliation is sitting at the table, oppressed and oppressor, telling the story. And there's a there's a moment of reconciliation of of recognizing that someone did something wrong and forgiveness. There's forgiveness in that. I mean, we've we've covered this on the podcast in the past, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission that was in South Africa. You literally had people who were the victims of ethnic cleansing um, put on the same table as the person who tried to murder them and their family. And they talked it out. There was an apology. And then they went on with building South Africa. It wasn't the idea of constantly punishing the abuser, of taxing the abuser. It was let's come together because at the end of this, we still need to be one country. Yeah. But with the but left, we're, we're they, they say they, truth they and reconciliation wanna, and but, reparations. But the, but the idea is not reparations so that they can punish us. It's so we can make everyone evenly and equally poor. That's what it's about. This is all well, about yeah. the this is all about the Great Reset. And by the way, that it's crap equity. bag that was on TV on the thing, whatever her is from the she is from the UN, Michelle Bachelet. I, I assume that she's from France. I also assume it's, that sounds it. If you look at French France, it's it's trash. France is trashed. Go to Paris right now, and there are parts of the city you can't go into without being attacked. And it doesn't matter what color you are. You go into Paris right now, and I promise you, you have a high likelihood of being robbed. The place is a toilet, and you have someone that stands up there on the world stage and says, I should have to pay someone else. I should have to pay someone else for something that happened 200 years ago. And by the way, I can go down the line as far as my family. I could talk about the fact that my family is interracial. So where, where do I sit? Do I get reparations? Or do I got to pay yeah. for the, the sins of those that... Well, there was a really good... Um, there was a really good... Uh, uh, the uh, the B, uh, Babylon B. There was a really good Babylon B piece 
half black woman has to pay herself reparations. Yeah. <laughs> the idea that she's half black, half yeah. white. So the white half has to pay the black half. It's, it's insanity. I mean, the whole purpose not of insanity. moving on. It's retardation. Let's call don't, it what it is. Don't, don't, no, no, no. Don't use that word. What? That's a I didn't call no. it. All right. Let, let's, do, let's do a quick look up, right? Now that we've made words almost impossible to use and we've changed the meaning of words, let's talk about what it is. What is it? It, it, it definitionally it means the slowing down of something. Okay. Like, like, like a retardando in music would be a slowing okay. of the tempo. So what's wrong with what I just say? What I just well, say? It's, it's, it's a word that we, we, we try not to use because we have, because we have a lot of people on the podcast. It. This, this is the well, same it's thing. Just, it, so this is the same thing. We're it, being told we can't use certain words, right? For what reason? This, this PC has gone too far, Max. It's gone too far. It's gone too far. It's I mean, gone there's, way there's too a, there's far. Other words. And then you're like, oh, I got shame when I was in college. You can't use that word. No, it's, uh, it's not a college thing. It's just uh, it's, it's since becoming a parent and, and bringing my kid to a doctor's office where you see a lot of kids with mental disabilities. Mental disabilities um, is not retardation. That's not what it is. And by the way, the, the, the use of that word in a derogatory manner. So now people can walk around using the F word and the B word and call people the N word. And, and that's all that is okay. But we want to get rid of this word because this word's bad. Do you, do you see how, how ridiculous we have gotten in our society? I mean, when I was a kid, they used to call me a reverse Oreo. True story. I mean, they walked around saying all sorts of stuff about me. All sorts of stuff. I mean... I can tell you salt and pepper. I mean, everything, my family got more ridiculed by both sides of the, of the spectrum. Whites hated me, blacks hated me. Right. And it was all because of the dynamics of my family. So you wouldn't want to be in the same room with me and my family when we have a conversation, because frankly, you'd be like, can't (laughs) we'll, we'll sit there and have great conversations because we don't have a filter. And we look at people and go, hey, you know what? That, we, we tell jokes. Jokes that probably people would go, oh, I can't believe you told that joke. Why? Why that word? Why, why is it that every time we turn around, they're putting us on the defensive and saying you can't talk about or use words that have been in the English language for 2,000 years, 5,000 years? Why? Uh, We're not I, asking I, I try not to. I, I try not to use that word because we have a bunch of people in the comment section who have children with, with disabilities. And uh, it's just it's just a word I try not to use. Um, okay. N- not not because people are are policing me, not because I'll be canceled for it, just because I I prefer not to use that word because for people in our comment section, um and and outside, um it, it, it hits really close to home. Well, I'm so I'm offended by the word reparation. Word. Don't use no, that word. I don't want to no. hear reparations. I don't want to hear victimology. I don't want to hear any of that. So I'm offended too. There are a ton of things that you could be offended by, but it's just the word. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's a real thing. Yet now we've turned around and said, sticks and stones we can't use, guns are really bad, and oh, by words can kill you. While they indoctrinate our kids and do things like take our money and send it somewhere else while making us slaves and sharecroppers. I, I don't know. It, it, is, it is nuts. It's nuts. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. It's crazy. I, I, yeah. I don't... Uh, oh, Kami just said... Uh, Kami, I got I to gotta tell you this. I got I to gotta say this one. So Kami at uh, DLive said, I was called milk cow because I had breasts in sixth grade. 
<laughs> that was yeah. Really they probably actually. would be. They probably would be drawn and quartered for that. Listen, if you. We said have got to get today. to a place where we we have a, a bigger amount of courage. We're proving ourselves to be wussies. It's just a word. It's just a word. Now there are words I won't use. There are words that are highly offensive to me. Highly offensive. N word, highly offensive. But it's a it's offensive to me if it comes out of anyone's mouth. I don't care if it's a black guy talking to a black guy, it's a white guy talking to a black guy, black guy talking to what I don't care a white guy talking to a white guy. I don't care what it is. That word is highly, highly offensive to me. Well, and either, I say it. either word either words can be offensive or they can't. Right? I mean it, it, oh you, you know what I mean though? Like I'm I'm, I'm just saying, like I, I try not to use a word and everyone in the comment section is, is saying that I'm I'm a wuss or whatever. And I mean you have words you won't use. It, it's not a measure of, of no, wokeness or, or I have, or, or, I have or words that I won't use, but I'm also the guy at 18 years old that spent a year and a half volunteering at the Virginia Training Center. It's a, it's a place where uh, mentally and physically handicapped children go, right, Until or even adults go. And for that year and a half, I took the same little girl, her name was Megan, I took the same little girl swimming every time I was there. I was there three times a week, right? And after a year and a half, I said, I'm le- I have to leave. Right? Actually, I wasn't 18. I was almost 20. I have to leave. I'm sorry. I have to leave. And everyone said, she doesn't know when you're here, but she lit up every time I walked in the door and I take her swimming and I put her back in her chair. Right? And then when she left, when I left, right, she was sad. She didn't want anybody else to take her swimming. Right? I did that. I did that for a year and a half. Right? I, I mean, I dated a girl whose brother had, was handicapped. Right? But you can't just take a word and just throw it out and say, oh, that's highly offensive. Because now what you're doing is you're putting rails on our, on our society. And you're limiting and restraining free thought. And little by little, it comes in further and further and further and further and further. And then pretty soon, you don't have anything. And you can sit here and smirk, Max, but you don't know no, the I'm, reality I'm, of it. It's, it's, it's a word. And I'm going to say whatever word I want to say. And, I, and don't tell me not to say it, because I will. And if people don't like it, I'm sorry. But I'm not going to sit here and, and, and go, let's just cut off the English language. Because now this, by the way, is white power. This is white power. No, that, that's, that? that's stupid. That's stupid. I mean, it's that, that's, all that's beyond stupid. stupid. But it's not about policing language. It's just there are words that I prefer not to use. And I, I think there are words out there that we, you have every right to use. But in the grand scheme of things, we're better served if we don't use um, that, that's just, that's where I take my take on it. And it, that's been the comment section's take on it for a while. But if we're moving past that, say whatever you want. Um, we have this clip. We talked about this yesterday, black news channel. They're, they're, they're coming in hot on social media. Apparently this is their take on the new UN declaration for reparations. Let's play cut number two. Nayara Huck, she's here. She's our chief foreign affairs correspondent. Always a pleasure seeing you, Nayara. So what's the impact of this UN report? Well, the impact remains to be seen, Tashani, because the United Nations, what it does best is set norms and standards for human behavior around the world. How can you be a good global citizen? And so the United Nations did say in this report that the acknowledgement of systemic racism is key but also repairing for the harms of it needs to be the next step. And so that it takes everything from an apology, uh, which we have seen now France do for its colonial activities in the Congo, Belgium as well, 
Germany has not taken uh, any apology or acknowledgement for its colonial activities. Uh, there's always questions about the United States and how it will apologize for uh, massacres like the Tulsa massacre and other issues. So that is a the recognition and acknowledgement of harm is a key part of the conversation. They all, the report also asks for memorialization, for education reform and for Here guarantees that governments and states will not engage in these behaviors again. So it, it definitely goes it, beyond. It. So, but they, the but they, are, race. they are engaging in it again. Now they're just enslaving the entire world. They are doing it again. Remember what I said about the, the radical left. They are exactly what they say that they are fighting against. They are the racists. They are the pedophiles. They are the closet, or excuse me, they are the rapists. They, this is what they are. They're liars. So they build a narrative and they convict everyone of that narrative and we're supposed to go along with it. I, 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 cannot, I, cannot, I cannot enough tell you that the reason why we're in the place we're in today has more to do with the fact that we don't have the courage to stand up. You know, my, my daughter just sent me something, Max. Do you, do you study C.S. Lewis at all? Have you, have you read his books? I, I, I've, I've read them in the past, but it's been a while. It's been, it's been a little while. Okay, so I'd like to read something and... Uh, and maybe some of you will actually know it. It's the word gentleman, right? Can I read this? Sure. All right. The word gentleman originally meant something recognizable. One who had a coat of arms and some landed property. When you called someone a gentleman, you were not paying him a compliment, but merely stating a fact. If you said he was not a gentleman, you were not insulting him, but giving information. There was no contradiction in saying that John was a liar and a gentleman. Any more than now is saying that James is a fool and an M.A., but then there came people who said, so rightfully, charitably, spiritually, sensitively, so anything but useful. Excuse me, anything but usefully. Ah, uh, but surely the important thing about a gentleman is not the coat of arms and the lamb, but the behavior. Surely he is the true gentleman who behaves as a gentleman should. Surely, in that, in that sense, Edward is far more truly a gentleman than John. They, they meant well. To be honorable and, and courteous and brave is, of course, a far better thing than to have a coat of arms but it is not the same thing. Worse still, it is not a thing everyone will agree about. To call a man a gentleman in this new refined sense becomes in fact, not a way of giving information about him, but a way of praising him. To deny that he is a gentleman becoming simply a way of insulting him. When a word ceases to be the term of, de term of description and becomes merely a term of phrase, it no longer tells you facts about the object. It only tells you about the speaker's attitude to that object. A nice meal only means a meal the speaker likes. A gentleman, once it had been spiritualized and refined out of its old course, objective sense means hardly more than a man whom the speaker likes. As a result, gentleman is now a useless word. We have lots of terms of, approve, of approval already, so it was, not needed that, it was not needed for that use. On the other hand, if anyone, say in a historical work, wants to use it in an old sense, he cannot do so without explanations. It has been spoiled for that purpose. So, and the reason why I think she sent it to me and it is because what is being said here is that we, we've, we've done this to multiple words and not just the word that I had, but you know, in this case, he was, he was uh, referring to Christianity. So I, I just, uh, by the way, I'm an encyclopedia of worthless information and my daughter has picked that up. So thank you, Micah. I do appreciate it. Uh, that's not worthless information. It's just something to, to have a, um, a dialogue about. And I guess what I'm talking about is that we look at we look at slavery and we talk about it in a defined term. In this case, right? 
but we don't look at it in what its broader meaning is, right? What If you look at slavery and you define it and what people are enslaved to, we are enslaved now. As a nation, we are under the terms of slavery right now, right now. You have the haves and the have-nots. You have the rules are for thee and not for me. That defines slavery. Pay your taxes. If you don't, we will fine you. We will throw you in jail. We now have a debtor's prison, even though the Constitution does not allow for debtor's prison. They can send you to prison for debt. We, we have put in place something that is, it goes against the Constitution, and we've let it happen for decades. And so as a result, we look back, and now they want to pay reparations because they want to enslave everyone. Not because they want to change the dynamic and make things equitable or equal. They want to make people equally and equitably divided, right? And then they want to conquer us. And that's what they're doing. Take away your guns. Take away your First Amendment. Make only my voice, make only my opinion matter. What are you left with? You're left with no choice. You're left with a lack of innovation. You're left with, left with uh, you get to do and say what I tell you you can do and say. And if you don't do that, I'm going to take everything away from you, including your job. I'm going to dox you, send people after you, threaten you with your life. That's where we've gotten to right now. Modern day slavery. So we can't actually say, Max, based on what you said, that you'll never go back to slavery again, because we are. We're already there. But the idea, they're not talking about that in the figurative sense. They're, they're literally putting up, and we saw that in that clip, they're putting up old, old timey photographs, black and white photographs from the Jim Crow era, right? I mean, we are not ever going to go back to black people in being put in bondage. We are never going to go back to blacks only water fountains or blacks only seats on the bus. Yes, we which are. Is, it, 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 we, yes, we, we, we are. Will, we will never as a society allow that to happen. Okay. And so if what, that what does just, happen, just people happened? of good faith and goodwill will, will fight back and stop okay. it. Okay. Right? What, I mean, what just happened to universities in Stanford University? What, what happened to Stanford? Yeah. It, it, it's idiotic and 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 very much illegal, but very much happened? illegal to have to have separate graduations. Ah. If they enforce it where it's required, it is very much illegal. But what have um, they done? What have they done? Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Are, See, the left, they, the left is very, very, very. The, the the deceiver is very, very, very good. See, what he wants to do is he wants to come in and divide everyone. Because if he divides them, he conquers them, and then you can't have any sort of common ground. And the common ground for all of us is really simple human beings there is one race the human race that's really it and yet instead of going there instead of saying we're all one race they're defining who is who that by yeah, itself is taking us back to the jim crow era and guess who's doing it the democrats guess who's fighting against it the republicans and frankly not yeah. just the republicans but true true conservatives the donald trump's of the world the President Trumps of the world are doing that. The Lauren Boberts of the world. The Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world, right? The Ted Cruz's of the world. The DeSantis's of the world. Those are the people that are coming back and saying this is what we should do. But what they're doing, look, Max, even the funding for uh, HSB, uh, HB, HS, H, <laughs> HBCUs, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Even yeah. President Trump recognize that they didn't get equal treatment when it came to scholarships and availability to financial aid. You, you had, well, what happened well, to Obama? Well, his whole that? deal was, his whole deal was that they had to come back every year and get down on their knees and grovel and beg for the funding. He made it long-term funding. 100%. And they, they do get, they do get a little bit more funding than the average college or university would. I think yeah. the big difference between a university like Stanford having separate graduation ceremonies for black students or white students is yeah. that if a black student showed up at the regular graduation, they wouldn't be lynched and hung from a tree. Right. Yep. I mean, 
so we we do have this it's starting to creep back the idea that that discrimination or segregation is okay as in the form in the, the pursuit of what they say is equity the idea that it's not equality equity which is forcing one side down so you can lift the other side up the difference though is that you wouldn't see them having chains slapped on their legs right I, I, we're never getting back to actually enslaving other human beings and the fact that the united nations is demanding that we all just like stand f- up and like put our hand up and hand on the bible and solemnly swear that we will never enslave another human being it's ridiculously not only tone deaf but just ignorant of what's currently happening. I mean, they think we are in a country that is so racist, we need to all stand up and promise we won't enslave another human being again. They said that with a straight face. This is not this is not a joke. It's not a spoof. That's what the United Nations is demanding. And you mentioned that, yeah, the other thing they go, that they go after is your Second Amendment rights, which is why we're proud to be sponsored by We the People Holsters. We the People Holsters proudly made in America the way holsters should be. They start at just $40. Think about that. $40 gets you a holster that's custom made to fit your exact firearm. They have thousands of different configurations, whether you're left-handed, right-handed, um, what kind of gun you have, whether you have a, a sight on it, whether you have a, a flashlight on it. You tell them what kind of gun you have, and they will make you a custom molded uh, holster that will fit it. And if it doesn't fit properly, if it's a little loose, if it snags, send it back, and they'll make it. Right. They also have a selection of custom printed holsters, including a line with real tree camouflage. While you're there, make sure you check out their bacon jerky. Yes, I said that bacon jerky. It's to die for. They also have a line of patriotic T-shirts and a new EDC tactical gun belt, all of which is manufactured 100 percent in the United States. So show your support for this great American company by going to we the people holsters dot com forward slash CD. And when you use promo code CD10, you'll get ten dollars off your order, not 10 percent. $10. So a holster that starts at $40, use our promo code. It's now $30. Tell me where you can find a deal that good. So again, that's we, the people holsters.com forward slash CD, we, the people holsters.com forward slash CD and use promo code CD 10 to get $10 off. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's the stupidity of it. And, and you mentioned Chicago. Did you see the latest video of Chicago, Joe? I don't know. I mean, I've seen a lot of videos. I don't spend a lot of time so, getting on the macros on some of that stuff. Right? Well, this one, it, this one's incredible because it shows you that the the crime. Anyone who's ever lived in Chicago or been to Chicago, it's always kind of been a weirdly acceptable for the south side of Chicago just to murder murder each other, right? As long as the murderers and the rapists and all the violent crime stayed on the south side, they were good with it. Right. Yeah, sure, the police would raid them every now and then, but they never actually truly cracked down to stop it unless it started creeping north into the more affluent areas of Chicago. Well, na- and, well now you're, you're, we're having assassinations, people being dragged out of their car and assassinated because someone didn't like they were flying the Puerto Rican flag coming from a, por- a Puerto Rican parade. And then there's this video. This video shows an intersection in broad daylight where two African-American looking men get out of the car with rifles and just start shooting another car. So I, I picture yourself. I, you look at this. You can see yourself in this situation. This is insanity. This is absolute insanity that you could just be at an intersection and all of a sudden someone gets out and just starts shooting someone else in another car. But this is real. Let's play this. This is a this is a report that a local affiliate did. Let's play cut number five. New tonight, a man stuck in traffic, but all of a sudden he's right in the middle of a shootout. Guns in the open, shots fired. Our Charlie DeMar tracked down the driver with one wild story. 
87th near Lafayette on Chicago's south side. It's where Huber Perez Negron found himself stuck in traffic, stopped at a red light, driving with a friend Thursday morning, just running some errands. His dash cam, which records inside the car and out, was rolling. First, someone gets out of the back seat of the car in front of Huber with a long gun and begins shooting. Another man also jumps out of the back seat and fires into traffic, aiming at a car stopped a few vehicles in front of Huber. And I saw the rifle in his hand. I, didn't, I really didn't think it was real. I really thought, man, these other guys are going to shoot back, and I'm directly right behind them. Huber and his friends slouch to try and avoid any possible incoming shots, but he doesn't take his seatbelt off. He doesn't even blink, staying focused on the action the entire time. And then the, the shots... So... Apparently, this is that white supremacist terrorism we're supposed to be worried about, Joe. Yeah. This looks like another one of those examples that the biggest threat to the United States. Did you see how many did. conservatives were out there? I saw a ton of them, yeah. didn't you? I saw a ton of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is like conservative heaven. Conservatives are causing all of this. It's so crazy. No, the school systems are falling apart because of there's a, there is a, a systemic problem. It's called government systemic problem. The government is a problem. Democrats are a problem. Leftist radicals are a problem. They want to destroy our society. That's a problem. But, but they yeah. want to say it's conservatives. Conservatives are bad people. Let's do reparations. You've destroyed the ability of anyone in the inner city in most cities across the nation that are run by Democrats for anyone to have opportunity because Matt's racist. And all you have to do is get out there and just visit the streets. They're walking around like zombies. They can't teach them math, science, or anyone else, but they can teach them that white people are bad. Max, yeah. it, it, it blows that like my a full mind. Auto. Well, here's what's going to What's that? That sounded like a fully automatic rifle, too. No, nah, it probably I mean, was. Maybe, he, maybe he's really fast with his trigger finger, but that sounded a little too fast for no, a semi-automatic It could have been a, a binary trigger. It could have been a banded trigger. I mean, there's a lot of different things. It you could have been a lot of things. Look, you, you can but make, a, a, very I can make a pistol time. into a full automatic, a full auto. I can make a pistol into a full auto with just a couple of, with a belt. Yeah. And when, and when you're willing to just start assassinating people at red lights, you stop caring about the law that says you're not allowed to put a, an but, automatic sear inside of your pistol or your but, rifle. But here's the thing. Sears are really expensive. You can't get them in, in it's post 1989 or 86. But you could also build one out of, out of a metal coat, coat hanger. hanger. Yeah. Yeah. So 100%. once once you're willing to just take someone's life in broad daylight with traffic cameras, with dash cameras, you're willing just to assassinate people in broad daylight. You stop caring about the lesser charge of illegally modifying an AR-15 into a fully right. automatic. So weapon. you want to know what happened? And by the way, I'm trying to get this organization to. I'm trying to get two. Uh, um, so did you see the two ammo cans on that rig? Yeah, I did. There was they, they literally had a modified can on the bottom of it. It looked like a, a PKM or something. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? What, what was I saying? Help me. Look at uh, not sure. It, it looked like it was a 100-round yeah. drum magazine. Yeah, that's all right. You're talking about full the, auto. The we heard some three-round bursts, yeah. and you were in there. Yeah, so it uh, – I don't know what I was going to talk about. Let's move past it. Well, so <laughs> uh, it, it, if you want to see what, what's truly incredible – so as, as we've covered on the show in the past, Lori Lightfoot, a.k.a. Mayor Beetlejuice of, of Chicago, she has made a policy of not sitting down for interviews with white people. Yeah. Because, again, 
it's only, no, it's only racist like if, if a white person does it. Yeah, that yeah. might be why. Um, and <laughs> so she was at a press conference and she got a question from a Newsmax reporter. And I had to make sure that we got footage from a different um, news outlet, because if we use Newsmax's footage, they will claim that we're stealing their content. Um, so this is a video of we a keep Newsmax winning, though, right? Reporter. We won yesterday, too. I mean, we keep getting uh, I don't know. If the, I don't know if they've yeah. I don't know if they've gotten rid of yesterday. I haven't gotten a notification. But, yeah, it, it's completely basis basis what they're doing. Basically, for the first time, she's having to take questions from a reporter who's blaming the economic downturn, blaming the fact that no one wants to go to hotels in certain areas of Chicago, blaming the fact that the, the stores are closed. They're barred up plywood on the windows over the violent crime rate. And I want you to see her reaction to that. Let's go ahead and play this. This is cut number four. Mayor Lightfoot, what uh, Can you I think- introduce yourself, sir? Yes. I don't think I'm familiar with you. William Kelly, I'm with Newsmax. Um, what I think everybody knows, uh, but um, you didn't mention, I don't think any of uh, your speakers here today mentioned it, is the reason why the hotels are empty, the reason why the storefronts are closed, is because of fear of violent crime. No, uh, there was, well, sir, if I may ask my question, go, it's a simple question. question There's a, um, a woman, a pregnant woman was shot at a hotel across the street from here last week at four in the afternoon. Um, you know, of course, we have this uh, horrific Juneteenth, 50-some shooting, uh, 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 shootings, um, uh, a young Hispanic couple pulled from their car and shot execution style. This, this video has gone viral. I don't think... We've had any arrests in this case yet. Um, a, a tourist came to Chicago and uh, was stabbed in the back and, and murdered on Juneteenth here in, in the city of Chicago. Our police chief referred to the location of the stabbing as a homeless camp. Last time, I'm, I was born and raised in Chicago. Um, I always considered it to be the financial district of Chicago, not a homeless camp. Um, you so, have a question, sir? Yeah, so, so my question is, do you feel personally responsible for the uh, your rhetoric, your your um, heated rhetoric is responsible for this off the charts violent crime in the city of Chicago? So, oh, I only asked one question. Okay, so, white reporter in the house. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's not appropriate, sir. If you look around, if you look around you, sir. You're surrounded okay. by white reporters, so I, I really ask and you. And you're to, not sitting to, down with do an interview. Responsible. Let me, let me answer the question that you've already asked. So, I don't know where you're from. I, but I know, I know, I know what I, I know what magazine you're from, and I know what your conservative uh, viewpoints are. But on almost every question that you ask, you had the facts wrong. So here's what I will say in answer to about the 15 questions that you just asked. Yes, no one question. One thinks that a single act of violence is ever acceptable, least of all me. The hotels are are where they are here in Chicago as they are across the country because of economic shutdown related to COVID-19. So that the, the premise of your very first question is fundamentally flawed and wrong. And you can have your opinion on it, but I got the facts. She's and trash. What we're here to celebrate That's is enough. the opening of our city the great enthusiasm that our residents and our tourists have. If you look at the actual facts, sir, what you're going to find is that on our weekends, when people are engaging in leisure travel, our hotels are seeing unprecedented levels of occupancy, in some instances higher 
than pre-pandemic. I think that speaks to the nature of our city and and the value that people place in being here in the city. Another data point that maybe you're not aware of, um, but I will share with you. Over the course of this pandemic, we've had 32 plus relocations of corporate businesses to the city of Chicago. Businesses that could have relocated anywhere but chose Chicago. Why? Because we have a great economy. We have a diversity um, uh, of our economy. We have a great workforce, and they're happy to be here because of the values that they find in the city of Chicago. So the, the premise of your question, which is it's chaos everywhere, and the fact of the matter is, sir, which you also didn't point out, but I will, um, so we get this straight, is that we're actually seeing a decline in homicides and shootings. Oh, my gosh. Not true. Not true. You, you, oh, my no, gosh. Sorry. All right, okay. cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. So it's she not funny. Murder isn't funny. She's trash. Put it on my screen. Put it on my screen. Murder isn't funny. This was this was this weekend. This past weekend. 77 shootings. Wounded. Five fatally. That number, I believe, has gone up. It's not five anymore. I think it's closer to seven. And Joe did say trash. So today's synonym is Bosch, foolish talk or activity. Bosch. Hashtag Lori Lightfoot is Bosch. Um, No. (laughs) Now, in the comments section, people are saying, well, he shouldn't have asked the question that way. He is the only... (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I like the little dig he added white reporter in the house uh, because as we said she has a policy an official policy of not sitting yeah. down for white reporters interviews well, and, but, I'll, but I'll tell you he's probably a, he's probably a good reporter but you know the Newsmax is run by leftists okay I'm just going to tell you right now they, they want to oh, control yeah, yeah, the no. narrative of conservative news and they do it this from inside just moment, like rhinos do talking about <clears throat> okay so here's what I want to tell you and I, and I was going to tell you this so yesterday, I had someone in my office, and he came in. And he goes, Joe, I have a friend. I have a friend who uh, works in the, the uh, criminal justice system in Denver, right? Criminal justice system in Denver. And he goes, and number one, they can't get paid. They're months behind on getting paid to work within the environment of the critical justice system with, with uh, the people that are awaiting trial. And because... The court systems are so woke, right, and don't care about the people. There's over 10,000 cases, 10,000 cases in the city and county of Denver, stretching back for six months, that they just unilaterally threw out, dismissed. 10,000 cases, putting all of those criminals back on the street. 10,000 cases. It says, up. Oh, we'll catch up to you next time. 10,000 cases. I want you to understand what that means. Rules are for me and not for thee. We get to persecute people, not prosecute people. We don't have to hold people accountable. We have to go after individuals that do not accept or follow our ideology. That's what they're telling us. And by the way, they're going yeah. after conservatives that have conservative values and other people that are in January 6th that were at the Capitol, they've let go. They have people that they've kept in, literally kept in jail while they let others out with simple, hey, wear this monitor. Oh, and you've worn that monitor for three months. Uh, now you don't have to do, you just have to check in before your court date. They are systematically choosing who they persecute. They are building and going after people individually. That makes our country, just so you know, no better 
the Nazi Germany. That is what we're becoming because our government is compromised. Our judiciary is compromised. Our lawyers are compromised. Our legislative branch is compromised. Illegitimate. And then we have problems with outside influences buying the CCP, Soros, and other just radicals that want to infiltrate what we do. What's crazy is you have Lori Lightfoot, and I don't want to say, Mr. Producer is correct. He's messaging me. Make sure you don't say her name three times because she will magically appear in the room with you as she is Mayor Beetlejuice. Don't want to say her name too many times during the segment. But she's denying that the shootings even exist. She's denying that that video we just showed you is happening. That wasn't in a homeless camp. That wasn't in some kind of drug den. That was in broad daylight at an intersection with people just going about their 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 daily business. She's denying it's happening, claiming that shootings are down. And as a result, she's saying the shootings are down, so she doesn't have to devote the resources to it, right? Because you don't have to devote resources to it if shootings are actually declining, according to her. Joe, you mentioned it, the, the protesters in prison for the January 6th so-called insurrection. Um, we posted yep. this one on Conservative Daily today. Go to, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is Lois Lynn McNichol. She's been charged with, quote, knowingly entering or remaining in any restricted building or grounds without lawful authority and violent entry and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds. That's her in, in, the, in the black little rectangle. Yeah. The arrow is pointing to the so-called lawful authority holding the door open for her. That is one of yeah. the Capitol police officers holding the door open for her so she can walk inside. There are no less than one, two, three, four police officers in that shot. One is holding the door open. The other one you can see right back here. You see how it looks like he's kind of putting his arm out, like go yeah. this way? They are charging people for entering the Capitol without lawful authority. And this and this is the evidence they submitted. Literal evidence showing the so-called lawful authority not only holding the holding door the open, door. but gesturing where, where they should go. Yeah. But yeah, so so we, we we don't prosecute the people who are assassinating people in the street. We don't have a task force no. to try and get them, but no. we'll go around the country to arrest sixty-year-olds, seventy-year-olds who walked into the Capitol with the 100%. police's permission or to use a bathroom. They, it's absolutely insane. They want criminals on the street. They want them persecuting or or uh, excuse me, punishing people on the street. They want chaos to ensue. They want people to be fearful. This is what evil does. So if they're going to do it, then let's let's just mount up, people. Mount up. Yeah. Mount up. Yeah. I mean, what what what, gotta, are, what options do we have? You guys want to go to work? You want to go done. to work and just and just spin the roulette wheel every single day? So I'm going to tell you it again. FEC United, go there at sixty dollars a year. Go become a member. As we start growing across the country, we're growing by three, four hundred memberships a day. Actually, on Friday and Saturday, it was uh, almost two thousand a day. But we're we're literally growing by three, four hundred a day. The word is getting out across the country. You need to become a member of FEC United. It's sixty dollars a year. That's it. Sixty dollars a year. You'd be a card carrying member. I mean it. And as we get forward, we'll we'll have a law and policy center. We have things we're doing to replace the Chamber of Commerce. We got lots of stuff that we're doing, right? But if you can't, and then by the way, volunteer, volunteer to walk the streets, go door to door, because that's what we're going to have to do. If you if you want to yeah. you want to get rid of the media and the tech and all that stuff, you got to be willing to go door to door. You got to be willing to actually go talk to people and say, "I'm just like you. I'm just like you. Will you become? Will you actually stand with me? Right? And then we just punch Antifa in the mouth. We just literally punch them in the mouth. The fascists. So I, I got to read an ad. I got to read right. an ad before we run out of time. 
um, because this has to be a mid-roll, not an end roll. Today's podcast is once again brought to you by Airmake Care Network. Airmake Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your family, your loved ones, your entire household, should you ever need to be airlifted to a hospital for a medical emergency, whether you live out in the middle of nowhere, whether you have a vacation home in the mountains, on a, a lake home, right? Somewhere, listen, we've we've all done outdoor activities where you stop and wonder and say, hey, you know what, if, if I got bitten by a rattlesnake or if I sprained my ankle or if I fell off this cliff face, how am I going to get treated? Well, in a lot of cases, you end up being airlifted to a, to a hospital. Sometimes if you're even in just the suburbs, when traffic's really bad, they'll airlift you from one town to another because the traffic's just too bad to go by ambulance. Well, that price tag, your insurance isn't going to cover it. And as we've heard from so many people on the show, it costs 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 just to fly you to a hospital by helicopter. It doesn't have to be that way. When you sign up with Airmed Care Network for $85, we'll get coverage for you, your spouse, your entire household for one year. It ends up being less if you're a senior citizen, and it works out to less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. So make sure you check out their link, airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And when you use promo code daily, you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on how many years you pick, it's free money. So again, that's airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily, airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. So we started talking about the UN demanding that we pay reparations. We shifted a little bit to Chicago just to show you. I mean, the UN, the United Nations, the the closest thing to a world government that has ever existed, put out this big report because George Floyd was killed. Now, it's a shame that George Floyd was killed. Did he maybe bring it upon himself by by jumping out of the car, by asking to be put on the ground? Yeah, he made mistakes. The officers obviously made mistakes. No one should ever die in police custody. But was that did the UN really need to weigh in on that? Probably not. Considering the fact that we just showed you a video of people being shot at in the streets of, of an American city, right? And the UN decides to put out a report for systemic racism, police violence, when less than 10 unarmed black males are killed by police in a given year. Doesn't really make a whole lot of sense why the UN would use that as the catalyst and not the out of control violence we're seeing in Chicago, thanks to Lori Lightfoot. But to bring all this together, the UN's only able to do this because you fund it. Your funding goes to the United Nations. Whether you like it or not, you pay your taxes. Federal government takes some of that tax money and gives it away to the UN every single year. Well, right now, Democrats are preparing to do it again. Go ahead, go to my screen. Just yesterday, or two days ago, they released the draft for their next, their fiscal year 2022 state foreign operations and related programs appropriations bill. I get it. This isn't a sexy topic, but they want to increase the foreign aid to the biggest amount, largest amount it's ever been. Talking about $62.24 billion. That's how much they want to send abroad. And what's it going to go to? It's going to go to help other countries fight COVID-19. It's going to help their, their, their health infrastructure, not ours, theirs. It's going to confront climate change by funding the United Nations Green Climate Fund, which is nothing but a wealth redistribution scheme. It's going to go to the United Nations Population Fund that literally promotes coerced abortions. Yeah. Where the, where the government coerces people to get abortions, like in China, where oh, you're having too many kids, get an abortion. The UN Population Fund, they help with that and then promotes democracy. Um, this is the quote from Chair Barbara Lee. It's going to address urgent global health and humanitarian Particularly needs. Particularly to counter growing hunger. Chinese influence. Yeah, yeah as if. I, I highly doubt. I, they might throw a couple pennies towards that. 
They're saying it's going to go to tackling hunger, right? All that stuff. Fine. It's also going to go towards towards uh, <laughs> transgender programs. I mean, it's just it's crazy what they're spending your money on, and this is your money. So the media never covers this. I get it. This isn't the most exciting topic for a podcast we've ever done, but it has to be talked about because the media won't cover this, and therefore no one will rise up, no one will will get angry, no one will will send fax blasts or letters to their congressman or senator demanding they stop. And then they're able just to sign off on this, rubber stamp it, and they never get any pushback. Well, at a time when inflation's through the roof, unemployment's still ridiculously high, American businesses are going under, we're going to have a lot of people kicked out of their apartments soon when when these different like, moratoriums on evictions happen. End of July. Yeah, we're, we're going to be in a really chaotic spot. Now, the, the moratoriums probably never should have existed, but we're now going to be in a spot where a lot of people are going to be kicked out of their apartments in just a, a little over a month. We're in, a, we're in a tough spot. The idea that they're going to increase foreign aid by over 12% to the highest level we've ever seen, it's just unconscionable. So we are running a fax blast today to stop this. And you can find that link in the description. Um, actually, the link didn't get saved, so I'm going to save it into the description right now. Um, in the description, or you can join our fa- our email newsletter and get it there as well. It's important. So you, it's not you, it's not the sexiest topic, but it's important to talk about. Hey, Illinois Zach said it's going to get laundered and sent back to special interests. You're absolutely right. This is what they do. They take our money, they launder it through other uh, global markets, and bring it right back to themselves. That's what Obama has done. That's what many of these people have done because it's about power and authority. It's about how to destroy Americans. Yeah. We need to stop pretending yeah. that it's not a war. We're already in war. We're already in a war against Americans. They've already declared you the enemy. You are the enemy of this country. You are the enemy of your own country. You're a persona non grata. In your own country, you don't belong here. I don't care what color you are. They don't like you. And if you, if you, if you actually have an understanding of math, it's real easy. And by the way, I, out of the words of uh, Bobby Pitton's mouth, right, quant guy manages cash, they're not th- these bills that are 1.9 trillion really aren't 1.9 trillion. I want to see the receipts. He goes, I want to see the receipts. So do I, because I did the math. It's not 1.9 trillion dollars. It's not. They are lying to us about everything. There is nothing that they've told us the truth about. Not one thing. They haven't told us the truth about anything, because all they do is lie. All the government does is lie. They lie, lie, lie. Now, am I anti-American? No. But this is an America. This is a government, this is a foreign entity in our country that is ruling on us. That's what they are. These are not Americans. These are not people. These are traitors. These are traitors to our nation. That's what we have. We have a government filled with traitors. And one of the things that I said when I was on the stage, by the way, when I was at the premiere was, listen, when when it all comes, when when, when everything, you just clear away all all the nonsense that's in front of us, when you clear it all away, The government's job is to enslave us. The government's job is to get us to produce things so that they can have more. The government's job is to decide who they allow to move through the system and collect money as if they were the king was sending people out to collect everything from all the people, from all the the, the poor people. We're becoming the poor people. See, the elites are now under attack. Even people that have done well in life, they're under attack. The only thing that matters now is the super elites. As Facebook approached a trillion dollars and the antitrust lawsuit was dismissed against them yesterday. This is the type of things that we're dealing with today. We're dealing with corruption at a monumental level and indoctrination in every part of our society. And if we don't start fighting back against it in massive ways, not just little ways, 
Not just, hey, I don't want to do critical race theory. I think it's a bad idea. But saying, you will not teach my kids that. You can't even get math right. Until we eradicate our school system from unions, until we get to the place where it's not a job farm or for an indoctrination camp for adults, until we can stop activism from becoming into the classroom, until parents can decide that they're not going to line their kids up to become victims of, of this giant system and designed to destroy you from within, they're, they're not hiding anymore. Until we can do that, we've lost our nation. We've lost it. So if you don't make a decision to stand yeah. up, you don't make a decision to get involved, we've lost our nation. Give up. Yep. Just give up. Yep, which is which is why it's more important than ever to sign up for our email newsletter. Link is in the description. You can also sign up for our text alert. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517, and you'll get alerts when there's big pieces of legislation coming down the pike as well as alerts when the podcast goes live. Um, so Mr. Producer Josh took it upon himself to fact-check Lori Lightfoot. I appreciate it, Josh. Go ahead, put up my screen before we end this hour. She said shootings were down. According to the Chicago Tribune, which tracks shootings, in Chicago, and this is actually a little bit outdated, June 14th. So it's been, we've, we've covered two high profile shootings um, since then. So as of June 14th, 1,587 people had been shot this year in Chicago. That represents 195 uh, increase, an increase of 195 over 2020. So it's not the worst year ever, obviously, but it is the second worst year for shootings um, going, back to, uh, going back to 2012. So in the, in the last decade. This, the second worst year for shootings in Chicago in the last decade. And Lori Lightfoot's up there saying that there's nothing wrong. The shootings are actually down. Now, it, people aren't afraid to go out and, and drink because they're afraid to get shot in the face. They're afraid of the coronavirus. Yeah, no. Sorry, Lori. Not, not, yeah. not going to fly. So we're going to take a really quick break. And when we come back on, in the second hour, we're going to be talking about a bunch of different topics, including this video going viral from a California spa, a woman offended, and rightfully so, that the spa is letting naked men walk through the women's section with kids and exposing their genitalia to kids. young female children. So you're not going to want to miss that. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Do not go anywhere. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call to action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top. 